Welcome to the Craft Food Classroom Podcast, where we help make food business simple at every stage of growth. Brought to you by PNC Bank and Central Kitchen Media. And now, here's your host, Eric Diamond. This is Eric and David bringing you the next episode of the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. David, how you doing, my friend? I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. It's, I like that one. That one's a good one? That's a good one. I think we should go with that one. I like it, too. But listen, guests, yeah. I'll never get to ask you how you're doing. How you know, are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. I mean, uh, beautiful day outside. It we got beautiful. a lot going on. We got some chili cooking over here. Can't beat that. I mean, I mean, what else could you ask for? Nothing. This Nothing. is called work. Uh, we have none other than Anthony McGall. That's me. The founder, operator, and curator of Comfort Zone Foods. That's it. And just, just getting back from where? West Africa. West Ghana. Africa and Ghana. Yeah. And he has, I just got to say this first and foremost before we get into it, the most banging egg roll, oh. corned beef and oh, cabbage casserole. God. Stop you, it. I, I mean, this Stop egg roll, it. it, it caused fights amongst the family. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome, sir. Man, thank you, man. thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, good man. We're gl- we're glad to have you. So tell us a little bit about you know the chili that we have here today, and then well, well actually, well, yeah, let's go yeah, back further. Let's go back further. Tell us about you. You how how yeah how'd you tell us a little story about you and how you even discovered food as a as a business? Uh, I have a natural affinity to food. Mm-hmm. I just I do. Um, I started cooking at about eight. Wow. Um, wow. Well. Th- I love my family. Mm-hmm. Some of them don't cook well. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I had to figure some things out on my own. You right. know, start with grilled cheese and then work your way up. Um, I started a chef internship at 16 at the Marriott Hotel Society Center. That's wow. awesome. Dave and Mark were the head chefs over there at the time. Okay. And I just kind of transitioned into the military. I didn't do any cooking there, and I kind of lost my my thing for cooking. It was just a lot of food, a lot of people, industrial, everything. Sure. Right. Once I was out of the military, I picked it back up. That really is my true passion. Mm-hmm. I am a father of an adult child, but at the time when I was trying to feed him, it was like, he's a student athlete. And um, trying to feed him throughout the day, because he didn't really kind of connect with the food in the lunchroom and things. So right. I would... Yeah, so I would just like cook in bulk and mm-hmm. freeze it, and he would take to school and then <laughs> kind of like you know, some early up. meal prepping, right? Yeah. And so some of his friends got along like, man, what you got going <laughs> on over there? So I started cooking extra, and then I got really confident with this particular chili. Um, I'm a tailgater, and ah. sometimes the competition gets a little thick, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah, so I, I did pretty well at the um, like the chili cook-offs down in. Um, at the tailgates, mm-hmm. and then I really got to a point where, like, maybe I should give this a try and get this in stores. And then I found CCLK yeah. online, and, like, the rest is history. That's awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. I remember Anthony took our class. Yeah. 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 A lot of information in that class. I just, it, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. it the, the time, the money, all of it. Yeah, so, and it's still Thank paying you. off now. Good. So, we're going to try your chilling a little bit, but David did mention these egg rolls that we have had. How did, mm-hmm. how did that come about? Um, I got like an inner fat kid. <laughs> it's just, and it, it kind of made sense. I, I I thought I came up with an original idea. Well, in my mind, you 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 still have. Yeah, yeah. me too. Okay. So it just made sense, like corned beef and cabbage, mm-hmm. cabbage and egg rolls. 
it should work. And I tried it, and I was like, wow, this is a really a, a thing. So I, I did I, I did what I normally do. I passed it out to some family members. They loved it. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's just family. They you know, don't want to bruise my ego. So I, I just, random people, I gave it out to. And they were like, man, this is the best thing I ever had. Man, I'm talking about, I got so many plans in my mind. <laughs> that, let me tell you, Anthony, I, I got hip to you and your food creations last year mm-hmm. when we met. Uh, but I heard about these egg rolls, never tried them until most recently uh-huh. uh, when we, we featured them in our Love Local bundle. Right, yeah, right. I happened to get a pack that didn't have the instructions on it. Oh. So I first, I, you know, common sense, I like to hang out in the kitchen. So mm-hmm. at first I'm trying to think of the healthy way to make it. So uh, I put it in the oven to bake it. Mm, didn't work. I know. Yeah, it almost shattered <laughs> my teeth. <right>? <laughs> <laughs> then I put it in some grease uh-huh. to fry it. That's the way. But then I was wondering how long do you mm. fry it? Can you tell me so I know and all the wonderful folks at home, when they get it, they know how to make it properly? Depending on the fryer, between seven and nine minutes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Depending on the fryer. All right. Cool. So I've been about three minutes shy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you what, I got to the point where I busted open and just get the insides. <laughs> I said, man, if I could get this gentleman to make me a bowl of what's inside of here, I'd be good to go. It's oh my gosh, you it is what? so it is so dude, it is one of the best things I've ever had, seriously. I can appreciate that. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. Yep. Thank you. So besides uh cooking and creating some dang good food. You're an uh, EMT. I am a paramedic for the city of Cleveland and field training officer. Awesome. Special topics instructor. Yeah, that's super cool. Dang, you've been doing that a long time. Yes. uh, I got started in 2002. I've been with the city since 2005. Wow. That's a lot. You have seen a lot. A lot. I still see a lot. Yeah. Some of it's comical, though. It's just not all doom and gloom. Some of it's like, you got to be kidding me. You called us out here for yeah. this. Um, so how how did the, the pandemic treat you and your business? Ooh, um, it was a bit brutal. Like, everything yeah. came to a screeching halt. Did it? It, it did. And... Um, you just kind of weather the storm sure. little bit by little bit. There's a few catering jobs. There were some benefits because people were at home. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't go to a restaurant. Yep. I don't cook well. Mm-hmm. Let me call somebody. Right. So, you know, you kind of find ways to create a little bit of revenue here and there. And I'm still here. Yeah, good. Here. Good for you. And we're glad for it. So what's your what's your plans for your business? Ooh, looking at, at the end of the day, the mission is to get good food in grocery stores for everyone to have access to. Even if there's a possibility for uh, rebranding to some degree, sure, I think that's a good thing. At the end of the day, I just think these are products that are necessary because they're new and they're different. Yep, mm-hmm. um, that's the goal. Yep. Just to get it out there, something different because everybody gets you know, tired of mac and cheese. Right, and right, it's right, something different. Yeah, exactly right. So, have you? Uh, are you in any retail yet? Not yet. Yep. Well, actually, uh, two. K and K Portage, sure. Okay, All right. And I've I've had my my shot at, at Constantino, so I'm going to keep working my hand over there. Nice, yeah. nice, cool. We're going to take a break, and we're going to have some chili that's cooking right now. And then I want to hear about Africa when we get back. Ooh. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. So this is Eric and David. We will be back. Take a short break to listen to our sponsor, PNC Bank. Talk to you soon. This podcast is brought to you by PNC Bank. For more than 160 years, we've been committed to providing our clients with great service and powerful financial expertise to help them meet their financial goals. We're proud of our longstanding history of supporting not only our customers, but our community, employees, and shareholders. 
For more information on PNC Bank, please visit www.pnc.com. This is Eric and David. We are back bringing you the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. Everyone podcast. doing all right? Yep. Good. Cool. Good so, Anthony, before the break, we were talking about how you went to Africa. Yes. Tell us all about that. Africa was an amazing trip. Uh, initially, I did my ancestry, and I found out that my paternal DNA comes from one particular place in Ghana. So I'd made a trip and working with some guys from the fire department. They had done some international training and came across a guy who is like the number three man on the National Fire Department there in wow. Ghana. Wow. So I reached out to him. He was very hospitable. He hosted me my first trip. Wow. And just kind of gave me a lot of insight to everything that was going on there. So it's like I fell in love not only with like the people and the culture, but the food is something completely mm. different. Really? It is. It genuinely is. The culture, it, it leans into the food, of course, but... I, I adapted to it like immediately. So uh, the more time that I was there, the more I, I made a decision to actually purchase some land there. Really? So in 2019, I purchased almost two football fields worth of land. Wow. Right. Um, which is kind of ridiculous to a sense, but ultimately I want to open up a guest house. Okay. Um it's just a, a thing where I feel a connection sure. and a responsibility as well. So... Again, now that I'm I'm there more often, I go every year. I'm starting to understand how these recipes work and the, sure. the meaning it because there's like a whole culture behind each recipe. Really? Yeah. So it's like I'm learning these things. It's like I would love to kind of go into an international version of my company with mm-hmm. with foods like that, Heck very accessible. Yeah. But you know, one thing at a time. Do you see yourself living there someday? Someday. Really? That, 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 that's the end game. Sure. But I got a lot of life in front of me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. So talk to us about some of the food. What's your favorite thing over there that you've Ooh, had? Jollof rice. It is a West African it doesn't matter what section of West Africa you're from, jollof rice is a known staple. Really? Now, there are some fierce battles, just like Chile here. <laughs> there are some battles. You know, Nigeria does it better than Ghana. Sierra Leone does it better than whoever. It's just, but it doesn't matter what dialect you come from. It's just a staple, and you immediately connect to it. Really? Yeah. What yeah. What makes that rice so? Uh, it's it's kind of like a fried rice with a tomato base to it. Oh, interesting. interesting. Right, right. So it's not like greasy, mm-hmm. but it, it's, it's comfort food. It really Okay. Years. Have you come back and started making some of it? I tried. I'm still working on it. Yeah. I won't come out until I, I'm comfortable. <laughs> but you know, you got to fail a couple times. You know, that's amazing. Right. It's uh, just curious in the price of land over there. Is it comparable here? Cheaper? More affordable? Much, much more cheaper. Affordable. Much really? more affordable. Absolutely. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. Um, for the amount of land that I purchased, it was under ten thousand dollars. Oh really? my gosh! Right, and that was at the time when I purchased it. This is now post. Corona and yeah. prices and everything like chicken and soybeans and Coming everything up. is exactly so. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a process. Yeah, you know, it, everyone's experiencing supply chain issues and yeah. costs. You know, I think we're, we're on the verge of inflation here. When you were over there, did you able to connect with any relatives? Not relatives. Well. You start establishing relationships, and they become family over yeah. the course of time. You know what I mean? Um, but this is, like I said, it's a journey, and you know you got to be ready for it. Anything mm-hmm. can pop up, and wow. that's another connection had. You know, yeah. where would you stay when you were there? Uh, quite a few places. Did you? Accra is the um, is the capital, nation's okay. capital. Uh, Cape Coast is a very it's slower, okay, but it's very nice. Kumasi. Um, Kofidoria, there are quite a few places that I've been that I just absolutely love. I can't say that I've had disappointing 
moment in any place that I've been. Really? That's yeah. cool. You were there for a month. I was there for three weeks. Three weeks. Right. Damn. Where's your land at? It's in Cape Coast. Cape, Cape Coast. Coast. Cape Coast, yes. And it's, it's, it's probably about 10, 15 minutes from the beach. And I mean, when I say the beach, I mean the Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. So the water is, I mean, genuinely, the water is beautiful and okay. it's, it's, it's calming. Yeah. Really, That's yeah, cool. just sitting on the beach and listening to water, it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And you found everybody just to be super welcoming and. Absolutely. That's cool. Absolutely. And it's an English speaking country, so. Kind of expressing yourself and communicating isn't terribly difficult. Good. Yeah. Just got to get through the accent. Yeah. <laughs> right. The That's thick it. accents, yeah. right? Yeah. That's awesome. That's no, so cool. I commend your adventurous spirit and that that energy inside of you that wants to connect with your ancestry. That's a, that's a commendable thing. Thank and, you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were talking about that today in, in the meeting we were having, and one of our, our staff members brought that up, like, he can only go back three generations, right? Unless he does that whole ancestry dot com right. thing, which he's thinking about doing. But like some people on our on our staff, he can trace mm-hmm. his his heritage all the way back to eighteen forty seven wow. when the first Rheinbegger came from Germany over here, which wow. is which is pretty cool. Um, I am smelling some chili uh, yeah. that yeah. is making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> our, our local chef, Barry, Barry is Jarvis. Cooking, up, cooking up something good. Yeah, so we're going to uh, take one more break and then come back and try some uh, chili. Yeah. Can't wait. Let's do it. We'll be back. Peace. This is Eric and David with the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. This is Eric and David. We are back with the Craft Food Classroom, the podcast. Back. And it's always better, Eric, when we're back, back with, with food, food in front of us. <laughs> now we are at the point in our podcast where we're going we're gonna to sample some of this mm. Southwestern chicken chili. Got some beans. I can smells delicious. Mm-hmm. Let's taste great. Let's you get know, if, it, if we're not smacking, it's not good. Mm. Mm. Oh, I heard some grunts. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's, that's serious. No, this is good. That's the oh man, this yeah. is good. That's the reaction I always this is very go for. well. Oh yeah, you know it's interesting because a lot of times when people are freezing food mm-hmm. and then you unfre- when you, you thaw it out and you heat it up, right, it loses that seasoning. Yeah, this is packed yeah. with this seasoning. This that's from the heart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I told the, we had a program with the kids just yesterday, mm-hmm. and I told the kids you can always taste love. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can yeah. always taste love. Yeah. You can tell when people took their time, and they, yeah. you know, you can really do it. Absolutely. Now, how long did it take you to develop a recipe like this? Uh, I developed that recipe on accident. Because you really, to be completely honest, it was one of those days where it's like, eh, fajita day, <laughs> and then I didn't have fajita stuff, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to the grocery store. And I said, well, you know what? Put it in the pot and. Work it out. And it, this happened. And I'm like, well, let me add some of this and let me add some of that. And then now we had a whole situation. And it, oh. it actually, it, it worked out to my benefit. I got a picky kid. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, he's an adult and he's still kind of picky. <laughs> right. So it's like I can keep him interested mm. in dishes like this because of his versatility. You know, like, you can do it over nachos. You can do it over fries. I've done it with Christinis. I've done it in a burrito. I've You oh. can just find different ways to keep interested well at least in my situation sure sure but it works out you know when you get it home however you want to go about it you can yeah, you can put it on a sandal give it a shot if you want to it just <laughs> I believe it. so tell, tell us what's in here okay so i use uh white meat chicken mm-hmm. uh, black beans mm-hmm. there's onions peppers and a variety of seasonings but i wanted to kind of angle it towards like that um mm-hmm. like the mexican style yep. southwest appeal because yep. it's just not out there. Like mm-hmm. I said, I like different things. I get bored quick. 
I don't think about it. I guess the kid gets it honest. Huh? Yeah, I know. He must. Yeah. He must get it honest. <laughs> this is delicious. I'm glad you like it. Oh, you know, this it. is chocked full of chicken, too. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, yeah. you didn't skimp out one bit. Ooh, this no. is, I mean, the flavor profile on this is just. Now, do you make any other types of chili? Uh, actually, I got a gumbo. Uh, going into production on Monday. Nice. And even with the egg rolls, I've developed a way to do a jerk chicken and cabbage. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 trying to change Come everything. On, yeah, I'm trying to change it all. It just like I get bored quick and I know people get tired of eating the same doggone thing. There used to be a guy a couple years back at the stadium, he had a soul roll. Mm. And it was soul food inside of a egg roll. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Oh my yeah. god, it was delicious. I yeah. bet he had some greens in there, yeah. and some oh, shrimp. I've had them before. Yeah, yeah. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, you blow my mind with this. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, you know, he got tired of, of doing it. He was an older gentleman, and mm-hmm. he stopped. So mm-hmm. there's, you know, you could. I, I didn't. You don't think about that. Like you don't think about stuffing other flavors into an egg roll. Yeah. yeah. All it is is a, is a wrapper. It yeah. is. It just is. to it, contain it, whatever you want to put in. It's one of my favorite wrappers too because it's fried. <laughs> <laughs> the chef the literally chef ate, the rest of it. ate the rest of the pan <laughs> out of the pan. <laughs> and that is a high compliment because Barry Jarvis is a chili connoisseur. Oh, he actually man. is. I, th- yeah. I thank you for that. I he, thank you for it. He actually, we, we met Barry by taking our class where yep. he was coming in with the, his own uh, full, what was it? Full animal. Full animal. Yeah. Chili. So wow. he, yeah, he he's the one that actually exposed me to, you know, Zach tells us all the time that chili is chili, but it does, doesn't necessarily qualify as a chili. You don't need the beans in it right. to make it a chili. That's right? true. That's true. So when Barry came and he did this kind of similar to your Southwest chicken, he had it laid out on uh, tortillas or was it like, mm. um, yeah, like tortillas or like fajita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was kind of like just reach in and grab your own and eat it. And I'm like, that's not the chili I recognize. It's right. not chili right. I recognize. Right. But ever since that day, it just kind of opened my eyes to all the different things that you could do with chili. It's true. Yeah. And so this just lends itself to so many other great things. Yeah. I mean, looking at it, the consistency of it, you know, with a bowl of rice or maybe just using nachos to dip in there yeah. with cheese. Yeah. Like, there's so many options. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to get jazzy and do a quesadilla out of it, they're, they're just they're different applications. So yeah. how much will would that run me right there? That In the store? 16 ounces. 16 ounces. Yeah, 16 ounces. That's two servings, and that's like a whole pound of food. So we're, we're talking about six fifty in the store, somewhere oh, in that that's ballpark. super that's reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. excellent. That is awesome. I feel like you're giving it away. Yeah. I think you need to raise your prices. Um, David, do you make any chili? Just your traditional chili. Yeah, like I, I just do the, I haven't explored with, now my, uh, I got to tell you this, my father-in-law who, you know, hopefully they don't listen to this podcast, but if they do, <laughs> they're not the cooks, cooks. Mm. They enjoy, you know, they're the type that just like, do you like the taste of meat type? Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, Steak, no seasoning, please. Yeah, <laughs> just just straight farm raised, you know, folks. And right. uh, he he does. He's experimented over the course of the last five years since I've been around with chili where he'll take different ingredients like salsa and, you know, these different kind of sweet corn and stuff and make this chili. And I got to give it to him. He makes one of the best traditional chilies mm. I've ever had oh, just with I'm his like, like his experimentation right. of chili. Right. For me, I like a more of a spicy chili. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking not this. This is mm. d- next level. I've never used chicken Either in chili right. before. Yeah. yeah. So I'm right. talking ground beef and chili beans, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> the traditional chili. And we don't really do it often. We just do it when there's snow flying. Yeah, that's same with us. But, you know, we 
we've got three different chili recipes we go through at our house. So we got mm-hmm. the traditional one and then more of a Cincinnati style, which is we typically serve that over pasta. Mm-hmm. And then I just have a real quick one that like I actually made for the kids the other day because they just wanted to throw it on Fritos, right? Well, mm-hmm. hold on. Is mm-hmm. the Tex Mex is that chili? What was it? Ch- this stuff Jamie makes. What's that that she made for us? Oh my gosh. It's some kind of whatever she made us something i don't remember yeah that. it's like it's like a chili with i think macaroni and ch- macaroni. oh oh, she, oh so she, chili do, mac she does her chili chili mac, mac. Oh. okay yeah. yeah so she I, makes her own mac and cheese and then she makes her own chili i feel like combines. that's that's a hit that's mm. a hit <laughs> well, she, I, i'll tell you what so she went to a chili cook-off and she took that mm. and um she won and all the other contestants were like, well, that's not fair. I mean, you showed up with, with mac and cheese. Right. <laughs> to throw, to throw in with fair. your chili. That's not fair. Um, but this this is amazing. I mean, this is, I've actually never had something like that in a chili. It's wow. delicious. So I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm so amazed that it tastes so fresh. Yeah. From that's frozen. what I was saying. Yeah, like that's the interesting Well, that, that's part. just it. It goes from hot to cool to freezer. Like we, nothing is left standing. standing. Okay. Right. So when you reheat it, it's... Right, what it's supposed and you're, to be. And you're, you're using just top quality ingredients. Exactly. Too. Yeah. Premium ingredients. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> no, seriously, no, there no really doubt. isn't. Anthony, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for bringing some samples of your food today. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see you on all the shelves of Heinen's and Whole Foods. We got that right. Eagle working on and, it, working on it. And then we'll come visit you in, in Africa and stay at your guest house. That's right. Absolutely. And, and eat have some, some of that rice. Joe, Joe. <laughs> Jolof. 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 Jolof rice. Anything else, David, before we go? No, I just, you know, again, thank you, Anthony. And we're honored to have you. And thank you for your entrepreneurial spirit and, and all that you're doing in the food scene here in Cleveland. We appreciate it. And thank you for stopping in at the launch box and joining us on the craft have, have, have we had this ch- uh, chili in the uh, love local box yet we have yeah. we just we just we featured it last week nice yeah, yeah. Awesome with our with on. our home style yeah it was pinto beans home. collard greens yeah. and yeah it was a hit cool cool all right well until next time this is eric and david bringing you the craft food classroom the podcast sponsored by pnc bank until next time peace peace <laughs> Thanks for joining on the Craft Food Classroom Podcast, where we help make food business simple at every stage of growth. Brought to you by PNC Bank and Central Kitchen Media. To learn more about what we're doing, visit us at thecentral.kitchen. Please subscribe to this podcast to learn more about food entrepreneurs and their experience in the craft food business.